Welcome to Wizard Team, a Harry Potter cast for true Potterheads. Usually each week we discuss a chapter from the Harry Potter series, but today we're doing something a little bit different. I'm Robin. And I'm Bayana. Today we're just doing another bonus episode, episode 23 and one third, Pottermore edition, part two, The Sorting. No. Um, since... The... <laughs> what? No. The schools, the wizarding schools. No, the sorting. No. Anyway, it sounds better than the schools. It's not cool. The it's next so one's going to be called the streets. Um, <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know what we're going to talk about, but I need one to be called the streets. Um, anyway, some stuff went down on Pottermore this past week, so we're going to talk about it. And also do some other fun things. No. Um, before we do that, <laughs> we have some announcements. Um, you can use the hashtag wizard team on Twitter to follow along and like tweet your thoughts and feelings and stuff. Um, you can also tag us and follow us at we black and nerds on Twitter. Have you ever wondered what it would be like to be black at Hogwarts? Do you want to write about it? We are working on a project called Hogwarts BSU, a collection of stories, anecdotes, fan art, and more illustrating what it would be like to be a black Hogwarts student. So if you would like to submit anything, art, stories, puff pieces, uh, you know, uh, profiles for the Daily Prophet on some black Hogwarts studentry, studentry, <laughs> that's not even a word, let us know. You can check out our website, blackgirlsnerdout.com for the guidelines, or you can email us at weblackandnerds at gmail.com. Also, it's February, so I think I'm actually going to start posting. You've been saying month. that. I have been, but then I just remembered that that's what I said last time, and I looked at my calendar, and it's February, so I'm probably going to post one this, uh, probably on Monday, if I remember. Somebody hold me mm-hmm. accountable to that, please. Um, Imani. <laughs> Imani Heron. Your favorite. Um, he could be all up in your mentions this week. Um, do you love our blog? you love Wizard Team? Um, you have a few extra galleons or sickles or nuts lying around. Um, we're now on Patreon, so if you would like to um, help us out, you can go to www.patreon.com forward slash black girls nerd out um, and just like help us out a little bit. Throw, throw a little change. Throw a little us. change our way. Um, we just also, we've talked about it and we are going to be as transparent as possible about where the money how much money comes in and where the money goes mm-hmm. uh, for the first couple of months or first couple of people that ever donate, it will literally just be to keep us afloat. You yeah. Know? Cause like, you know, uh, just like paying for like the website costs money, the podcast hosting costs money. Yeah. yeah so um, those will be what happens. But then if we get, bigger and more patrons Mm -hmm. uh we plan on doing some really fun things with that extra those extra gallons galleons galleons um you know so and trying to get some good content everything is going to be going back to the site and what we want to do which is bring you guys great content from the black perspective you know Mm -hmm. so yeah also, subscribe to our newsletter, which should have gone out today. 
also subscribe to our newsletter. <laughs> <laughs> we're like really good with like very specific things and other things are just like, ah, uh, we should be doing these things. I should have done that. We're going to be so much better about this. Like we're going to get better. We're going to have like we, meeting. We're going to be like, well, things, you know, because we have to keep day jobs and such to keep this stuff going. Think life gets in the way. True. Uh, I, we, live right now both of us are in the bay area and i basically think i just caught the plague coming back and forth from work all week because i work in the middle of super bowl city apparently i have to deal with all of those people and that's been a thing all week biana's been busy as heck all week so yeah maybe that's what happened to me yesterday maybe i was just running for so long and my brain was just like, how about you don't do anything and <laughs> shut down on me? And I was trying to push it, and it was like, no, I will explode if you tempt me. Yes. Maybe that's what happened. I, I think <laughs> that sounds scientific enough, right? Yeah, whatever. Okay, so on to the news. Uh, this entire episode is technically news, so on to the episode. Yeah, we're let's just gonna, go. Just gonna talk about it. Um, let's talk so, about it. You all know this, um, unless you don't, in which case we're about to tell you, so that's awesome. And also, um, if you don't know, get your life together. <laughs> I mean, it is oxygen, water, potter. I don't understand. I guess family, oxygen, water, family. Shelter, maybe? Food? Maybe. You can you you can live without food for three weeks. I was going to say. You cannot live without potter for three weeks. No. Can you? I can't. Do people do that? I don't know. I don't know those, those people. Those people are weird. I don't want that life. No, neither do yeah. I. Yeah. So, okay. So as Pottermore. you know, <laughs> yes, there were some, you know. some Pottermore things that went down um, in the last week. Um, I'm actually kind of glad we're doing it now, so it's like a little bit after all the like chaos of finding shit out. Because like I know when everything was first dropping. Like, like, as we were saying, like, I was hella busy, and so I couldn't mm-hmm. really, like, react to it, so I was just like, oh my god, there's shit, and I know I have to react, but I can't right now, and I was freaking out, and then, like, and I was like, but wait, what if they drop more things, and so now it's been, like, a couple days, it's like, I've read through everything twice, I've, like, been able to kind of, you know, digest take it in, it. digest it, like, you know, so now it's better, now we can talk about it. Um, mm-hmm. The main things were... That um, there was some information on more of the wizarding schools were dropped. So um, we already know three of them. Um, and then there were four more. And really, it was really just three. And then, like, one kind of, they just gave us the name and that's They were it. alluding to, yeah. Yeah, and so it's right now, so that means that as of right now, we know seven of the 11, like, major wizarding schools. Um, so we'll probably get more um, about the American wizarding school soon. And then we'll probably get, like, the four other ones. Um, and then mm-hmm. they also brought back the sorting and the um like the wand choosing um on Pottermore. So now that's a thing. Um which we're going to talk about later. Yeah, that's a thing you can no. do now. So if you want to do it, you should do it. Let us know. And if you don't you want to do it, if you no, don't want to do it, live your life. Stop. Stop. If you want to do it, then you should do it and then let us know what you get sorted. If you should do it anyway and then if you like, reject it, let us know why you rejected it and like what happened. That's awesome too. <coughs> Ooh. That you all right? <laughs> that was my soul rejecting this whole thing. My body was like, <laughs> no, reject it all. Um, um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, so. <laughs> so first, let us talk about these wizarding schools. I don't know where we want to start. I mean, 
I guess we can start. So I'm looking at, I just went um, down in a row. So the first one is, actually, let me pull up the. Well, I mean, maybe we should talk about the wizarding schools first. Because there's okay. like a thing that's like just on the wizarding, like just, you know, like an overview. Yes. That's probably the best way to start now I'm thinking about it. That first. I can't get it to pull up though. Um, um, but you start. Go for okay. it. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> um, okay. So let me see. Oh, there it is. Okay. So it says, um, it starts off by saying that the number of countries that have their own magical school is minuscule compared to those that do not. This is because the wizarding populations of most countries choose the option of homeschooling. Um, occasionally, too, the magical community is given um, in a given country is tiny or far flung, and correspondence courses have been found a more cost effective means of educating the young. So I think most part of it is that they're like the wizarding like community is actually not as big as we kind of imagine it to be. Or mm-hmm. even like I think feel like I feel like we were talking about this in the last episode or maybe the one before that, um, where like oh it was like that thing that that one list of like things you may not know about Harry Potter that was actually useful. Um, yeah, and it was talking about how there are only three thousand wizards in like the, the UK. UK, which is not like I think I said at the time like that's this that's a little under the size of my high school. Um, my mm-hmm. high school was huge, but I'm just saying like that was. It was, it's... But comparatively, that, like, that's Like, they all fit, like, comparatively, that's really small. Like, the, I could think, yes. like, they all fit on one, like, in my, in my high school, they all fit on one campus. Maybe, mm-hmm. like, a couple blocks, you know what I mean? <laughs> of, like, a school, but everybody fits there and, like, goes there and it's, like... Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I, it's... So, I'm go my, my high school was smaller. It was about 900 kids or something like that. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, then I went to a very large college, which was 60,000 people, which is right. a, basically the size of a small town, city. And so there are more people in my graduating class. Um, than our wizards in Than our wizards in the UK. Right. So either way, like, it's even if you think 3,000 is a large high school, it's a it's still the size of a high school though. So. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like it's still a high school. I mean, my, my college granted was like smaller than my high school, but it's still a high school, which is, yeah. means that there, that's only, that's only a certain demographic from like four, that's four ages. That's not like an entire community. Yeah. You know what I mean? In, a, in one city. Exactly. Which isn't even one of the larger cities in California. Exactly. So, so it's like, it's a very small amount of people who are there and I'm sure there are in other places there are more like I mean the UK isn't like the largest just in the I world I think a good but... a good a good thought to say is like you can easily meet 3000 people in a year or in your lifetime and count you know cuz it's like you could <clears throat> just start counting through like your high school yearbooks or whatever and you can easily like very quickly be like I've encountered 3000 people Course. I think I encountered 3,000 people on the BART today. Right. So. And I think that because it's like, and, <laughs> and the thing is, is that it is a community and like 3,000 sounds like a lot and it is a lot in like certain contexts, but like if there yeah. are only 3,000 of you in one, in one like area, you're at least going to meet, you might not know them all like hella closely, but <laughs> you at least know who they are, like know of them, yeah. know of their families. Um, and you know, like family is really important, like within the wizarding world, especially like pure blood wizards. So they would know everyone. And then 
man, now then you get into like inbreeding and shit, and then it gets really weird. So we won't go there. But um, <laughs> yeah. just like just all that to say that like the magical community is like not very large like compared to the muggle community which is in part i feel like why like we talk a little bit about the privilege between like muggles and wizards and how it's like different and like muggles have privilege in numbers and so that's partly yeah. why um or muggle yeah muggle, which is why wizards have to be like in hiding more or yeah. less um i think also you have to think about like i was always when reading these books struck by how many people worked at the ministry and how many mm-hmm. people um and what it what did other people do that didn't work at the ministry? And it's like, well, that's a, enough people that if you think about smaller communities where everyone works at, like, there's, like, the, like, for example, Google. <laughs> so if you work at Google, there are the people that work at Google, right? It's this huge campus. Mm-hmm. There are more people that work at Google than are wizards in the UK also, but... There are the people that work at Google, and then there are the people that are hired to um, make the campus of Google run. So, and then there are, actually, I have a friend who is a teacher, and you're like, oh, you work at Google. Uh, she's an early education teacher, so she d- actually does, like, the daycare. Hmm. So, her job, you would think has nothing to do just so science. Um, Sorry, no, I was like, I was messing with my thing. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Keep going. Um, so her job, you or if you ask her what she does, you would be like, why would you work at Google? You know, but it's, it becomes a self-sustaining organism right. or, or place, right? So you don't really, the whole point of working at a place like, or not the whole point, but one of the things about working at a place like Google is that you never have to leave campus. Mm-hmm. You can, everything is kind of, um, self-sustaining. So you work there, you can get, you can get fed there. You can, you know, go to the gym and get your laundry done and, and go see a doctor and drop your kid off and they can go to school there. So in that context, it makes a lot of sense too, why we think, Oh, why does so, why do so many people work at the ministry or at Hogwarts? Like why are there such limited magical career opportunities? And it's because there are just enough people to keep their uh, community working Mm -hmm. and being self-sustaining and being closed. So you, you have enough opportunities to work within something and there are the select few who will start a business or something of that kind, but anything else is kind of, a, there, you don't have enough people to support it. So if you want to run for president or something, you don't or run for minister. That's very easy to do because there aren't very many people. You know, I don't yeah. know. I kind of lost the plot there no, at the end. But. I, I, I get what you're saying. And it's like, yeah, it's just so small. And so, I mean, I'm pretty sure we see most of the places where you can get, like, a job um, in the Wizarding... At least, like, in U- in the UK. Like, there's the Ministry. There's Diagon Alley. There's Hogwarts. There's St. Mungo's. I think that's it. Yeah. That's probably, And then like, there are the, the select few people that 
either or like, like and the like Hogsmeade and Hogsmeade, yeah, and like Diagon and so, Alley and Hogs Hogsmeade. I I mean those are like and probably like Nocturne Alley too. Like those are places where it's like there's people have like you know like their own businesses that they create like yeah. Weasley's Wizard Weezes or like um, <clears throat> the Three Broomsticks or like Ollivanders or whatever. But then there's also places like the Daily Prophet. Um, yeah. Or yeah. So it's kind of like a mix, but those are the things that aren't like government run or like school or like a hospital. Um, yeah. But there are also, and that's also a good reason to think about how easy it is for the ministry to kind of stick their noses into when the ministry kind of takes over Hogwarts and then also kind of takes over the Daily Prophet a little bit, you know, with like the the, the Daily Prophet just becomes kind of a, mach- a propaganda machine right. for um, Fudge and then later on for pious, pious thickness. I mean, even Rufus Scringer a bit too, even though he like... Yeah, I mean, either, but you know, yeah. in times of trouble, it's very easy to see how they take over the these little places or how they're able to yield such such influence over these places because those people are your family and you know yeah like, no of course um okay so. so let's let's go a little bit further because that was like a lot that was like three sentences <laughs> we we man we're really good at close reading shout out to us um shout what? out to that education that i spent hell of money <laughs> on um for like, allowing me to learn how to do this um <laughs> Um, so there are 11 long-established and prestigious wizarding schools worldwide, um, all of which are registered with the International Confederation of Wizards, which at this point, it's pretty much like, that's like the UN of like the, bless you, that's like the UN of like the wizards, basically. Um, yes. Uh, what's, what was I, oh, smaller and less well-regulated institutions have come and gone, um, are difficult to keep track of, and are re- are rarely registered with the appropriate ministry, um, in which case I cannot vouch for the standard of education they might offer. Anyone wishing to know where there is an appro- approved magical school in their region should address an owl inquiry to the International Confederation of Wizards Educational Office. Well, now we know where to send our complaints for not getting our letters. Um, but where, to, so we have to send an owl. So then we have to catch a magical owl. Or just any old owl. It says an owl. I'm pretty sure all owls are magical. That makes sense. In my head. So we just have to go to, we just have to go to Japan, go to an owl cafe, (laughs) release an owl. I think they're like closer owls. Yeah, but those ones are raptors and they will kill you. Uh, Owls are beautiful, but they don't, they ain't, Hedwig ain't nothing to fuck with. I know, but you just like. She don't know you, bro. All you do is hand them a piece of paper that says to the International Confederation of Wizards Education Office. And then paper and some owl food Mm -hmm. and look at, and wink at them knowingly. Mm Mm-hmm. And be like, yo. You know where to go. Mm-hmm. I got you. All right. Um, anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, so, okay. So, this is, like, part of the thing. So, it's saying, I think, so, there's only 11, like, main wizarding schools. Um, so, pretty much, and I guess I'm assuming that's because, like, in some places, it's probably, like, you know, like we are saying before, it's not a very large community, community, and they're probably, like, really spread out, um, and so they have spaces to have, like, smaller schools. Um, they have spaces to have, like, courses. Like, I think at one point earlier it says they have some that are just, like, courses. It's like, bring all the kids mm-hmm. who are, like, in the same town and learn your magic and that's, and then go about your business. Homeschooling. Um, and then yeah. also homeschooling. 
Um, but there's also something too where it doesn't say there are only eleven. It says there are eleven long, long established. established and prestigious. So I read this as, and this is something that we'll probably get into more when this dropped, and there was a lot of uh, kind of like this doesn't even make sense. I kind of read it as like these eleven are the Ivy Leagues of hmm. the Wizarding School. So these are the ones that. If you say I graduated from Hogwarts, that means something. Right. The same way that if I, like when I say I went to IU, there, Indiana University, people should know that I went to Indiana University Bloomington and not Indiana University of South Bend or Indiana University of Mooresville or, you know, like right. there are these other small satellite campuses, but that's not where the crux, that's not where IU gets its prestige from. It gets its prestige from the departments at the main Bloomington campus. And that's where like the top-notch research happens. And that's where the best faculty are. And that's where the best of the best students choose to go to. And that's where they get people that are not like the UC school, you know, you get people from out of state to go to UC Berkeley or UCLA. How many people from out of state go to UC East Bay? Well, you know Cal what I mean? State, or, but yeah. Or, yeah. Or, you know, UC Santa Monica or Santa Barbara. I or, guess some people do, but... I mean, the UC you know, is a little, like a, a little bit more because there are, like, pre- more of them that are, like, yeah, prestigious. But, but I get, like, okay, University of Wisconsin-Madison versus, like, University, University of Wisconsin-Eau Claire. Right. Or, yeah, yeah. Or Milwaukee. Yes. Um, so, so, no, yeah, that makes, that makes sense. I guess, yeah, I think it's a little... It's hard to kind of separate the two like it's like there mm-hmm. are 11 schools i think or in another maybe it was in like durham shang or bow battens it's like there are 11 schools and you're like well how does that work because this is a huge ass country, world with like hella people in yeah. it who speak hella and different then, like languages and even that's a little like weird to me and we can talk about that when we get deeper into like the actual schools but yeah. um yeah just like how are these um well it's even like if with Durmstrang, right? It's like okay, there are eleven schools, and one of them is in Bulgaria, not Germany. Well, I mean, like we can talk not, about the know. fact that three of the schools are in Europe. Yeah, and like Europe is not that big. Yeah, compared to but like maybe there's Africa also but, or but this, yeah, but the same <laughs> or even and South I, America. Like I think it's worth talking about too, and we'll, we I want to like you know keep going through this, but in terms of a close read, you know. All of the Ivy League schools are in the east on the East Coast, mm-hmm. and schools like MIT is not an Ivy League school, or Cal Tech is not an Ivy League school, or Stanford, Stanford, but they are prestigious in their own right. But the reason why they're not thought of, like you can say, like oh, you could go to the I don't even know I'm I don't want to like get yelled at by some alumni or current student of an Ivy, but like say you went to Brown or, you know, something like that, or I don't know what the lowest on the lowest Ivy league school is. Okay. Say you went to the worst Ivy league school. (laughs) I don't want to say what school that is, but, um, the, the, out of all of the schools, if you put them in a ranking, you go to the lowest one on the ranking of an Ivy league school, or you go to Stanford and you graduate top of your class. The person that, like, graduated middling or, like, barely scraped by at the lowest Ivy League school is still able to be like, well, I went to an Ivy League. 
Right. You know what I mean? And it's like, it, it carries this weight. And the only reason why is because they've been around longer. Right. And again, this is a whole thing with history too. It's like, and the people who started them or whatever had the power in creating that myth and creating, you know, that, and they carry it along. Mm-hmm. So same thing with like colonialism or whatever. It's like, there, these are the 11 and three of them are in Europe, but look who's telling the history. Like, I love Joe, right. but it's, no, it's, it's definitely a European, told so. by the European, like there's even like, we can even shoot, we can go to this. Like, yeah. Um, there's a part in like, there's like certain parentheses, like, um, hmm, the school's fear. So it says the, the precise location of each of the following schools is closely, is a closely guarded secret. The school's, uh, fear not only muggle persecution, for it is a sad fact that at various times in their long histories, all of these institutions have been buffeted by the effects of wizard wars and of hostile attention from both the foreign and domestic magical communities. In parentheses, it is not only in Britain that the education of magical youth has been subject to ministry interference and, or pressure. So, I mean, part of it is that, like, we were reading it in Harry Potter, and so it's centered around the UK and, mm-hmm. like, around, like, a European kind of point of view. But even, like, in the... um. In Wagadu, like the the Afri- I mean, I'm saying African school for lack of a better term. Like I know that there's a problem with that. Um, and I think it's in Ghana. She said, or no, Uganda. Uganda. Okay. Um. So in that school, there's a the wand is is a European invention, which I actually think I saw something on Twitter where like there was yeah, they were like, like actually mm, the first wand was actually, found in Egypt. Yeah. Exactly. But um. So yeah. So it's still all really like. Eurocentric, yeah. Um, and also, though, I want to point out like this might be, and this, and it totally feel free to push back on this because it might just be like Harry Potter, JK Rowling fandom run amok, but <laughs> yeah, someone like was reading this and then said, actually, the first one was shown it was shown to be found in, in Egypt, and I'm like, yeah, but. Not in her world. Not this is still fiction. Well, right? Yeah. No, that's still, true. No, no, no. no. You know? I totally think that that's true. I, I'm like, while I think it's, I think it's difficult with fiction because, um, especially fiction that's really close, especially like fantasy, sci-fi that's really close yeah. tied to like the real world Current, because it's like yeah. what you pick and choose. That's like, like what parts of history do you choose to stick mm-hmm. with, and which parts don't you? I mean, it could also be on pur- like on purpose. Like, for example, I have, because um, as you all know, I'm a huge-ass nerd. Mm-hmm. So I have The World of Ice and Fire, um, which is, like, the com- like a huge, like, almost the complete history of, like, the Game of Thrones, like, universe. Um, so not just Westeros, but, like, all of it. And it's very clearly written from the perspective of, like, this maester. And so there's some things where it's, like, it's very clear that it's, like, biased, but it's on purpose. Mm-hmm. And so it's, like, we know who it's being, like, what the perspective is, who's being, who's writing it. And then the fact also that, like, some of the stuff is speculation or, like, some of it, it comes from, like, stories that they may or may not believe in or may or may not think are true. Exactly. They come from, like, histories of, like, other people that they may or may not, like, really, they're, like, I'm gonna put it in there, but, like, we don't really know if that's true. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Also, like, talking about <clears throat> other countries and other cultures being from Westeros and yeah. talking about these other cultures. But at the same time, I think that that's a little bit more deliberate than than what's happening on Pottermore. Um, I feel like Pottermore still dallies in between being, like, the ultimate, like, 
um, encyclopedia all exactly of what's happening, very, but also um, having its own, like, it's kind of like struggling between telling us all the facts and also having its own voice. Mm-hmm. Um, like, for example, the part where it says, um, like, about the smaller and rest, less reg- well-regulated schools are um, rarely registered with the ministry and then in parentheses, in which case I cannot vouch for the standard of education they might offer. And it's like, who is the I? Is that, Ro- is that Job. Job? Or is it somebody, or is it, like, someone else? I mean, I guess here it is Joe because, like, all the writing is from her. In terms but of what I'm saying is that, role? is it, like, oh, go ahead. her in terms of... Huh? So, sorry, I was saying, in, in my brain, the way that I read these I is that... Um, oh, so great. I didn't hear any of that. Can you hear me now? So, sorry about that. We had some technical difficulties. Uh, so, we were talking about the tone of the articles and whether they're an omniscient voice or uh what and I was saying that in my brain and my you know headcanon you know my headcanon game is strong Mm -hmm. uh that it is J.K. Rowling is basically like um the woman who wrote Hogwarts a history whose name just escaped me so she's writing yeah she's like the muggle but build a backshot so she is uh or you know Doris Kearns Goodwin, she's a historian writing, or a historian slash anthropologist writing about this other culture uh, that is happening. Right, and I think that that's fine. I think that it's confusing, though. Um, whereas, like, in in the world of Ice and Fire, which is what I was talking about before, like, George R. R. Martin isn't writing as himself. Like, obviously, he's, mm-hmm. like, written as the author, but, like, in the very beginning, my book is too far away, so I can't, like, read what it actually says. But in the beginning, it makes very clear that he's writing as a character about the history. So then it makes it yes. better. It makes it make more sense in terms of, like, oh, these are what some people have It makes it easier to be more vague about the history than if you're writing mm-hmm. about, if you're writing as yourself, which she's written as other people. Like, she wrote, um, like, all those other books, she wrote Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them as Newt Scamander. So it's not like she hasn't mm-hmm. done it before. Um, so, yeah. So that's what makes it a little bit difficult is to, is to like, separate if it was, like, her... You know what I mean? Because it's called... It's, like, writing by J.K. Rowling. And so you expect it to be all, like, she knows what's happening. Um, and some, and it, so it feels like... It's, it's, like, a weird thing where it's, like, she's the authority on everything. But then also there's, like, some vague stuff happening and I'm like can you do both and it's difficult within like science fiction and fantasy where you create your own worlds but you have to like stick to your rules you know what I mean you make your rules but then you have to stick to them so then it becomes a little like it's not terrible but it's just like a little I think it's her kind of way I see what you're saying and I kind of think it's her way of giving herself a little bit of a cop out since she is writing new content and giving like new the new information to a very strong minded fandom you know so even mm-hmm. the sense of and i think and you there are reasons why i would say you know she should just be more authoritative and say like this is my world take it or leave it and this is you know the end of it but I think she also has that kind of like not non-confrontational because she has gotten into a few conflicts and she's 
that we've seen when people have like called out, you know, the Hermione being black or whatever. She's not afraid to like stand up and be like, actually, no. Um, but I think it is kind of a, a a way to ease people in or say, you know, just, you know, I cannot vouch for the standard of education they might offer because she doesn't want to put herself in the position of being like all of these smaller schools, rarely these non-registered schools are crap or whatever, because that could the, very easily offend if, if there are people that are like, okay, so there is only one wizarding school in the entire continent of Africa, then you're saying that all of the education that the other wizards receive is subpar, you know? Like, well, I mean, like, there would be a lot of, it, of pushback there. Well, I think that there still should be pushback, because as we were saying before, there are three fully established European schools and one fully established, like, African one, which makes no sense. And I'm like, okay... I understand that we still but, have four more schools that we have to, you know what I mean, that we're waiting on, mm-hmm. and and that's fine, but I just feel like if you're, it just, I don't know, it doesn't make a lot of sense, and then basically, I think the my thing whole thing is, also my is thing, that, huh? I was just going to say, my thing is, like, I think that matters to us because of our background, and, um... She doesn't want to put herself in the position of being like, well, yeah, there's three fully formed European schools because I'm European and that's what I care about. She well, doesn't want to say that and, and risk alienating people. To be people, honest, it'd be better if she did. I, if that's how she feels, it'd be better if she did. I mean, <laughs> obviously, like, I think now she's she's thinking of more of it at, like, now, like, after the fact. And the, the one mm-hmm. thing, it's like, as much as I love, and, you know, I'll, I'm, like, the main one to be like, we need more Harry Potter content. But I think that that kind of becomes part of the problem is when you, like, you know, when she first ended Potter and she was like, well, that's it. I'm not going to put any more in it. And the next thing you know, here comes Potter more. And the next thing you know, here comes all this. So she's, like, adding so much stuff after saying that she was walking away from it. And so that becomes an issue when you have people who have, who've been, what, the lot, the first book came out, like, almost, almost 20 years ago. And so mm-hmm. you're, you have all these people who have these ideas that they're putting into the thing. If, you, if she had walked away from it completely and let us all think like with all the stuff that she has in her head and even if she had like put out a um encyclopedia like really fairly close to when Deathly Hallows is over it's like great that's what's happening that's what it but it keeps changing and there's so many more things and she's adding more stuff to it which is wonderful but if I feel like if you're gonna add stuff to it like be authoritative and be like this is what it is and like there will be there's gonna be um like flat like you know like backlash because we're in like the age of um (laughs) social media so we can talk directly to her we can like have our feelings and put them out you know what i mean and that's just what it's gonna Mm -hmm. be so it's like if you're gonna do it do it and if you're not gonna do it don't and like and it's the same thing with like the whole race thing it's like if you're gonna make your characters like people of color make them people of color if you're not then don't like don't make it like oh it could be like and again, I'm saying this to somebody who, I mean, obviously everyone knows at this point, like, how much, like, I love and, like, we love Harry Potter and, like, Joe, but um, it's just different. So basically all I'm saying is that she needs to, like, just make a decision on what she's doing. Um, and, like, yeah, that's pretty <laughs> much it. Just make a decision still, on what she's doing. But I still think that in terms of the fact that we need to kind of remember that she's still human in a way that it's very hard 
to write these things and be aware because I think she's very thoughtful right and she doesn't she knows how large the audience is and she knows how impactful the story is to so many people that you don't want to erase someone because you don't know enough you don't want to uh ignore histories of a certain way because you just were ignorant of the fact. So it's not out of the problem I think is I had this conversation about to someone in real life that it was at my job. And I was like, in terms of the fact that, so for, I don't know, it's too hard to beat around the bush. So basically I was invited to be, um, on like some promotional materials and I wasn't du- I'm not dumb right so I'm a black woman working in tech and I'm young ish you know what I mean compared to like there's only one other black woman I think in my org um so I'm not stupid right like I know that that is a consideration when people are doing things like this right uh I the my first thing that I did was go to the other people of color that I knew in the org and we are I, the org it's a great place to work I don't want to like cause dispersions or whatever I have not had an issue, but I'm also relatively new. So I asked the people that I know and kind of trust and I just like kind of put it out there and I'm like, hey, is this cool? Like, I know what this is. Like, I know this is kind of tokenism or whatever, but is this cool? And everyone was like, yeah, that's fine. You know, another person, uh, he declined. And one of the people on our creative team was like, you know, we we go to him because he's always he always says yes he looks great on like he takes great pictures he's handsome and I was like yeah but you have to look at it from his perspective too that he's like one of the few black men here you use him every single time and every time that you do that he has to swallow being like the black face of and the token of and get that from outside like the his in his world and his internalized, you know, experience. So it's not even it's like the experience mm-hmm. that he has as an employee. Yes, he likes to help out and he wants to be, you know, a good s- corporate citizen or whatever. Then he also has the feeling of they use me because of X and that's a feeling of tokenism that he's okay with to a certain extent or he's cognizant of but it's but you know he's willing to take on to a certain extent and then he has to go back to the well they keep coming to me when what they could do is hire more people of color you know what I mean so then it starts to it goes from being Mm -hmm. like in not an honor but like something that you're willing to do that just being thrown in your face over and over and over again that you're a minority and you're other and we're using you because this uh, industry just doesn't have it's it's not representative, right? So I and the, and when I was explaining that, right. she was like, "I never thought of it that way. I never crossed my mind. Like our consideration was, he's young, he takes good pictures, and he's fun to work with. He doesn't complain. He shows up on time." And I was like, "Yes, but you have the privilege to only think about those things, right?" So right, I think. It, to, tie this all together is I think that JK Joe realizes that she has this privilege and she only thinks about these things um but 
in knowing that she can only that she only knows so much and that she might get something wrong, she also has the pressure of still wanting not wanting to alienate her in obscenely large audience and not wanting to like not wanting to hurt anyone's feelings because it's not intentional. And um and going back to like my job, I said, you know, some people will always assume ill intent or will not even bring intent or like good intentions at a certain point never even matter. Right. So it's like if the harm you do reaches a certain level, whether you intended to do harm or not, doesn't matter. You did harm. Right. I mean, we can kind of see that with the backlash against of course, the wizarding yeah. schools, especially um, Wagadu is like, even though I read it as like, this is the Ivy league. That was my reading. And I saw very clearly that people were like, there are only 11 schools and there's one African school and it's, and it's written about, I think she fixed it. Cause she did. I think someone had like brought it up and was like, she said she was going to fix it. I haven't. Um, yeah. But I, think, I think, I think the thing is, is that, that, is, that like, but that's one of those experiences are to me. That was one of those examples of where in her brain, I think she was just like, yeah, oh yeah, Africa, <laughs> like, which, how many people, right? And how that's many what I'm saying. Think that that are not either of African descent oh. or you know, like, just so many people think mm-hmm. Africa is a country or just they, it's a monolith of blackness and yeah, one school in Africa sounds great, right? And then I'm like, and I'm like, I obviously, you know, she's human, like you were saying, and so I'm not saying it as like a way to be like. I don't know. I'm not saying it's like that's the end all be all of what it is. You know what I mean? It's like she's obviously trying to get better, and in getting better, she's gonna fuck up. Like that's exactly. What's gonna but as a human um, as well, it's like you don't. I'm only you don't, saying that. Also, you don't want to like step out right. into that. And she's like, she's. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, she's like learning. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. She's learning, and so it it. It makes sense, and it's gonna, I mean, I'm sure she's gonna keep learning, especially with people who are, like, gonna, you know, talk, you know, talk back to her about it and explain, mm-hmm. like, this is not cool. Um, and so, and again, we don't know what else she has in store for, like, the other four wizarding schools, but it's just something to keep in mind that, like, and I think that, I mean, we've talked about it before in other episodes of Wizard Team on how, like, she's not necessarily, like, totally, you know what I mean? We talked about race mm-hmm. in Harry Potter, a bunch of times at this point. And so it's not like um, she's the end-all, be-all of, like, I don't know, acceptance and whatever. Like, she's done a lot for us and she's done a lot for a lot of people in terms of, like, learning how to accept other people and, like, learning about, like, these different forms of oppression um, through Harry Potter. But that, that still, she's a white woman who's, like, relatively, like, she was poor at one point, but at this point she's wealthy and she, like, there's a whole... Yeah. You know what I mean? So... She has privilege, and it's gonna come through. Um, and I think my main thing, because with that, was like what I was saying before about the like the voice of Pottermore and like her own writings. It's like her finding a more clear voice in that, and like who's t- telling these things? Is it her? Or is it someone mm-hmm. else? Um, and then also just she. I mean, I think that she seems open and like susceptible to like critique. Which is yeah. great, because um, a lot of people are not. Um, but again, it still does feel very like um, kind of last minute. 
And it's fine because, again, she's learning, so her 20 years ago is not the same as mm-hmm. her now. Um, and so we have to take that into consideration. But it's still, you know, it's it's cool. I think we should probably get more into, like, the actual Yeah, we, this, this is, can go very long. So let's yeah. um, start with the, I'm just going in order of where they came from. So uh, Makutakora? Mahutakora, mm-hmm. uh, the Japanese school. Um, yeah. the Jap- this ancient Japanese school has the smallest student body of the 11 great withering schools and takes students from the age of 7, although they do not board until they are 11. So this is actually kind of interesting, too, because you have to think Hogwarts isn't... What did they say? There was, like, 300 students? Mm, I don't think it says specifically. Um, um, but wasn't there... There's 3,000 in the UK of, like, wizards. But I think... I don't think they say specifically how many people are in Hogwarts. Wasn't there, like, an estimation that we kind of thought of... That we found somewhere, or no? So, I don't think... I don't remember if there's an estimation, but I know, like, we did one at one point. So, let me look. So, it's, um... Four houses. Well, for every one house is, like, there's at least ten... If you're doing it evenly, which I don't know how it's supposed to have evenly, but let's just assume that each house gets... Students students per year. So that's 70 times four is 280. So about. Give or take some. Yeah. Give or take the post uh, Voldemort, Voldemort babies. Um, I mean that. And then also just like, it's not going to be even like that every year. So we'll say like approximate. We are, we're approximating about 300 people, 300 students um, in Hogwarts. So, uh, the Japanese school is the smallest. So we don't even know where Hogwarts falls on the list. I think that's one of the things that I wish that there was these like hard, fast numbers. But then again, like, does that kind of take away some of the magic and, you know, to make her sit down and be like, okay, <laughs> you know, let's do a wizarding <laughs> right. cens- census. Um, right. There are exactly like, that's yeah. And it's also like kind of boring, but once you start to like really think about it, you're like, Oh, okay. Um, so the ornate and exquisite palace of Mahotakora is made of mutton fat jade and stands on the topmost point of the uninhabited volcanic Island of Minima Iwo Jima. Um, or so muggles think it's uninhabited because there are, there's actually a wizarding school there. Right. It's kind of similar to, Hogwarts, and I think they say it for, like, the Brazilian yeah. school, too, just, like, they think it's uninhabited, or they think it's, like, ruins, but there's actually some, like, shit going yeah, down. Yeah, so it's all, like, um, kind of... Because muggles never do see things yeah. clearly. Every, every time I want to say perception filter, that is Doctor Who, but still, it's the same thing. I know, <laughs> I do that, too. Um, so this part, I am, like, down. So we talked about the fact, once we found out that there was an American school and I, like, kind of realized, like, oh, we wouldn't even be, there's no point in, like, sorting ourselves because we wouldn't be at Hogwarts. Um, I, and then we, I think we decided, like, fuck that, we're Hogwarts exchange students or whatever. Um, yeah. I want to go to Mahotokoro. Ah, <laughs> I'm going to get, I have a friend that, like, is fluent in Japan. I have a friend that lives in Tokyo, actually, so I'm going to get reamed for this pronunciation. But anyway... I kind of want to go to Mahotokoro now instead of Hogwarts because students are presented with enchanted robes when they arrive 
which grow in size as they do and which gradually change color as learning of their rare increases, beginning a faint pink color and becoming, if top grades are achieved in every magical subject, gold. If the robes turn white, this is an indication that the student has betrayed the Japanese wizard's code and adopted illegal practices, which in Europe is called dark magic, or broken the international statute of secrecy. To turn white is a terrible disgrace, which results in instant expulsion from the school and a trial at the Japanese Ministry for Magic. That is my petty side. My my petty. First of all, it's dope that like you could tell just because of like how the the robe changes color. Also, my petty like hashtag flame white supremacy side loves that turning white is is a terrible disgrace. Yeah, agreed. (laughs) Just just like yeah, you know, because in Europe they call it dark magic. So hmm, in Japan they call it white magic. Now what? Um, (laughs) Fuck this westernized um, culture. We're going to the east and we're we're changing the game. I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, also, they're, like, pretty much dope as yes. fuck in Quidditch. Um, though they were taught by Hogwarts students. So it's still... That part also felt a little weird to me. Why? Um, because it's, like... So it says, like, a band of full-hardy Hogwarts students who were... And, like, obviously, I could be reading... You know, we're doing this with mm-hmm. a critical eye. So, like, it's not, like, something that's gonna... You know what I mean? Like, you can take it or leave it. Um, so these Hogwarts students are blown off course, um, cause they're like trying to circumnavigate the globe on broomsticks, which is probably a, just, it sounds yeah. like a bad idea. Um, and so they're rescued by wizarding sta- staff from the school and, um, remained as guests long enough to teach their Japanese counterparts the rudiments of the game, a move they live to regret. So it just reminds me of like, you know how trying to think of like a more concrete like example you know like there's all those there's like these stories or like movies and shit where like a white person goes to like mm-hmm. some place and teaches some people of colors and shit and they're like yeah we taught you this shit and then they become better at it and it's just like it just feels See, but, weird so to me i like weird. took that as kind of a and it doesn't have to, like, i'm saying it doesn't have to be that way it's yeah. just like so to me it's yeah. like that's i kind of love it goes. because it's like so soccer was invented i believe in england right the last time English England hasn't won a freaking World Cup in so long, like they haven't won a Euro Cup. They didn't even make the Euro Cup. I don't think the last one. And mm-hmm. I kind of love that. It's like you can um, just because you created something or just because you put you put a flag, you stick to flag, and like something doesn't mean that it belongs to you forever, right? Like mm-hmm. people can take it. They can put their own flavor on it. They can get better at it. They can be better at it than you are. Um, same thing with kind of like baseball in Latin America. We see a lot more like Latin American players playing baseball than used to. And uh, it kind of goes into the whole like baseball used to be, I mean, all of our sports and or not all, but most of our sports in America were segregated at a certain point and baseball used to be whites right. only. And Jackie Robinson was a huge deal. And Jackie Robinson's widow just recently came out and was like, yeah, y'all need to do something about the whiteness of like the people in power in baseball, because I don't want to come mm-hmm. here every like Jackie Robinson day and stand here next to like, right, these... like a figurehead. Meanwhile, every single manager and GM is a white dude. And like the numbers are dropping mm-hmm. and dropping and dropping. Um, so there is like this like great, I think 
illusion or allegory or something call back to like the real world or the the muggle world about the fact that like a it kind of like it does really remind me of like pilgrims or whatever it's like a you guys got lost we saved you (laughs) you know like here comes the japanese saving you b like to show gratitude or whatever we like it's a cultural exchange but just because it's a cultural exchange doesn't mean that we do not show our dominance within that so i i mean i understand kind of I mean, it's probably on. Yeah, you know, it's both like I understand sides. where you're coming it's from, not, but I just yeah. want to like you know be like, t- this is how like I think it's really cool. Um, and also, it goes back again. It no, goes back I, to yeah. though the fact I mean, that this is written by Joe because I yeah they're dope as fucking Quidditch. I would like to hear about like what were they doing? Like what were their leisure activities before they were introduced to Quidditch? You know what I mean? Was there like a wizarding mahjong or right. that's Chinese? Fuck. I'm about to like just I'm this gonna get playfully racist, okay? I'm sorry about it. I just um or not playfully racist, uh like ignorantly my my cultural ignorance is gonna show a little bit. Um but yeah, I wanna I wanna know like what I wish I could hear we could hear more about their cultural uh recreational activities instead of like it just goes straight into mm-hmm. like how dominant Japanese Quidditch team is. Well, yeah, because it's more like contemporary than it is like, and that's, and see, this is the problem is that you go from <laughs> it being like, here, we're going to talk to you about the wizarding school. It's like, okay, now I want to know everything about like the wizard, Japanese wizarding community. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? It just gets bigger and bigger. And at some point, as much as I would love to learn all of these things, she's going to have to stop. Like, I just, it's like part, I think it's part of me, like, my writing brain is like, this is a lot of shit mm-hmm. to, like, keep producing. Yeah, and it's, 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 it is. For her sake, it's, like, not sustainable. It's not sustainable, but, right? So, but that, yeah. that also becomes a thing of, like, we're doing Hogwarts BSU, right? It's like, at a certain point, she can allude to these things, but if you want a fuller world, like make it yourself, create it, create what you think it would be and be okay with Mm -hmm. that. And then be okay with, um, what she has given, you know, like it's a base, like I I feel like all of this is kind of a foundation. So if you wanted to like write a story that's, it's based off or set in the wizarding world and is based in Japan, you can fill out, those things but you have some you know names and you know some foundations to start off to build from but yeah it's completely unsustainable to expect her to fill in every blank or every question that comes through from these right um okay let's go to wakadu okay so um although africa has a number of smaller wizarding schools for advice on locating these see introductory paragraph which i think is the um I think that means, like, the, the wizarding, wizarding school, school, like... Paragraph? The wizarding school, yeah. Post. Just about, like, how there are a lot of yeah. them. So I don't really know what that means, actually. Yeah, it just kind of reads weird because you actually have to go to a separate page for... Yeah, I think it's just from the wizarding school. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so there is only one that has stood the test of time at least a thousand years and achieved an enviable international rep- reputation. Wagadu, the largest of all the wizarding schools. It welcomes students from all over the enormous continent. The only address is 
ever given is Mountains of the Moon. So one thing that I took from that, at least from that opening paragraph, is that they take people from all over because if you can, you want to go to Wagadu. If you have the money and the time and whatever, because it is like the Harvard of wizarding schools because it's been around a thousand years. It's got a great reputation. Um, so again, like I said, I read all of these as like the, these 11 are like the Ivy leagues of the schools. Mm -hmm. Um, I did see some people on Twitter a little upset being like, Oh, so how does how does how does language work? Or you know, like there's so many different languages. So you just go to Wagadu, how does that work? Um, kind of feel like again, this is Doctor Who, but TARDIS translation circuit, like you could it's magic. So <laughs> I'm sure you can kind of like there's a spell Right, it is magic, but or something that makes, you know learning language or understanding each other easier. Um what do you think about that? Accepting people from all over um, the continent. I mean, yeah, I feel like in terms of the in terms of like the language thing, I think that like I think even Bow Battens, they take a lot of, it's not just mm-hmm. France. They take a lot of like plate people who like speak other languages. Um I'm just I mean like in general accepting I still think people there from all more. over the continent. Like to be honest I like I understand the Ivy League like thing and I agree with that. But I still think that there should be more schools in in Africa. It just based on and the thing is is that yeah, there can be like the 11 prestigious schools, but she's the one who gets to decide where they go. Um and she put 3 in Europe and she put one in Africa. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like she's the one who decided those things and it just doesn't make a lot of sense to me and like a I've said it a couple times already, like, there are four other schools, but, I mean, I'm hoping for one in, like, South Asia, probably China, since, like, it's so, so huge. Big. Like, yeah. and then, I don't know, two other places. Maybe Russia. South that's America. Also huge. Huh? We haven't even touched the Americas. There's one in, Amer- in America, but there's still no, there's, South there's America. No, there's two. There's one in South America, and there's one in North America so far. But still, South America is... Like huge. Brazil is huge, right? So. No, I know, and that's what I'm saying is that there's so many places. But I'm saying, but Africa is like the hugest of them all, so yeah, it doesn't so. make sense for. I mean, it does. It's not going to make sense for there to be three European schools and only one in all these other countries anyway. Yeah. Um. But especially Africa. So like, even if there are like super, you know, Wakadu is the most like prestigious and it's been around the longest. That's cool, but there's only one. And it just, that just doesn't seem, it doesn't, it's weird. It's weird. And, like, we can go on about some other stuff since we've talked about that a lot, but, like, it's still weird. It's going to be weird. Mm-hmm. And that's what it is. Um, um, so, this is something that it's just, like, popping, you know, my headcanon game. It just, mm-hmm. it's just coming to mind. But, you know, there's a lot of um, interference in wizarding schools when it comes to, like, wizarding wars and, like, political upheavals and stuff. And so there is a history in certain regions of Africa of political upheavals and things. So maybe Wagadu gets to stand out and be prestigious because it's been able to um, last through all of those things. It could be an interesting, you know, somebody write that fanfic of, mm-hmm. you know, how conflicts and things have 
disrupted the education or the the other school system or the other schools in Africa. Shit, I'd be um, really interested to see like um, just the colon like the wizard side of like the colonialism of and yeah. Like, and I think that's be, also and I think that that would make it would I think it would make more sense if we see more of the history of. And I know you're just saying like we can't get all the history of everything, yeah. but the history of places, especially where like the UK where Britain has like colonized, so mm-hmm. like. Or not just Britain, but just, like, all of Europe and where they have colonized. Um, especially Africa and, like, especially, like, Asia, I think, would be... Would make a lot more sense in terms of the way the schools are set up. Yeah. For sure. Um, whether or not we'll ever see that is something that, you know, remains to be seen. But I do think... Um, it matters. <laughs> Again, I, I feel like... And you can call bullshit if need be, but I feel like it matters to us, right? It matters to me that there, and it makes, it makes, it boggles my mind that there is only one school in Africa. It boggles your mind, right? But I understand, and I, so, not that it's an excuse, or maybe I am making an excuse, but, like, I understand why, why it is, you know, like, I understand. I mean, yeah, like, if you think about society and stuff, it's like, yeah, people think that Africa is a country. And it's like, yes, that's fine. And, I mean, it's not fine, obviously, but I'm (laughs) saying, like, yes, that's true. And she's more likely, more likely than not, like, ascribed to that Mm -hmm. um, thinking, whether, like, consciously or subconsciously or whatever. But, again, we get to push back on that. Yeah. And be so, like, but this, nah. And this is where my pushback comes from, um, which I think that I, I'm, I'm just thinking, like, this may just be how, in general, how I cope, you know, with, like, feel, like this feeling of erasure or whatever, is I always feel like I'm, I'm just like, okay, well, then this, you know, maybe that's why my head, my head cannon is so, like, you know, I go off in, like, these different ways, but I feel right. like, to me, if... Africa has such a history of colonialism, a history of um, upheavals and, you know, interference and things. It makes even more sense that the withering population in Africa keeps, uh, like, is much more cognizant of the statute of secrecy. Not just the statute. Like, I feel like they have their own statute of secrecy before like it's the same thing it reminds me of like slavery it's like you're you're the it you know the what the slaves presented outside and then like the culture and the things that they had that they kept to themselves you know like people always talk about there's this whole you know i just read this thing like the myth of the black the absent black father which is not even true and like um how we don't have these like married established family units, but when you were a slave, you weren't allowed to get married. That doesn't mean that people didn't, you know what I mean? And it just like, they didn't recognize marriages, right? They didn't recognize the, the union between slaves and very often like would just sell someone's child or sell their spouse or whatever. That doesn't mean that like there wasn't this like quiet underground built up culture and I feel like it makes sense to in my brain and this is probably um a coping mechanism but that even before the international statute of secrecy or whatever 
the African visiting population kept things underground. And there are probably things that the International Confederation of Wizards don't will never even know about because they don't even trust that body, right? Like, how, you know, like, how are <clears throat> we supposed to... Like, yeah, maybe we want to seat at the table, but that doesn't mean that we still trust you enough to know all of the things that happen in our world. You know, like, you see some white guy coming up, some, you know, Dumbledore with his white ass beard and his like blue ass eyes talking about I'm the chief Wizengamet and you're like fuck well okay but who is you and you don't get you don't get entry here and also I just finished Shadow Shaper so that might also have something to do with like the (laughs) skepticism of allowing outsiders entry into certain things whether so I mean headcanon slash somebody write that fanfic but I could see, I could easily accept a very, like, mysterious shroud over Africa's wizarding population because of the distrust that stems from colonialism and outsiders and everything. And upheavals and stuff. I mean, maybe. Mm -hmm. So. Um, Again, maybe. Um, (laughs) Shout out to, shout out to, uh, Baba Jide Akimbade, who succeeds uh, Dumbledore as the Supreme Mug Mugwump. Yes. Shout out to that. Um, Shout out to that. We should go um, on to the next thing because we gotta, we gotta get to. No, we don't. We just gotta hurry up. Um, but also, so I just want to say, point out too that. Sh- Shout out to Wagadu for not having owls come and give you your letter and having dream messengers. I think that that's awesome. That is awesome, and probably like much less messy yeah and if you are i mean i don't know maybe there's the equivalent of a harry potter and like the dursleys maybe there's an equivalent of the dursleys somewhere Um, yeah but they come to you in the dream (laughs) and then they like steal the token or some shit because they're fuck boys i don't know (laughs) yeah but i (laughs) but it just seems more efficient but at least you would know right so like even if like harry was just like can i get the letter at least like in the dream you would know Maybe you're like, maybe that was just a random dream, but you would have that, like, secured knowledge that someone came to you and said that you are special. Even um, if you I don't mean, get like, your if, token. You're, if you're a muggle, though, that's probably, like, difficult to... I know, I'm saying, even if you don't get their token in, you're still stuck let's in your shitty Let's just hope there ass. are no African Dursleys. Yeah, let's just, yeah, let's hope that, too. Um, so, <laughs> Cast, um, Castello Bruxu? Castello yep. Bruxu. The Brazilian School for Magic also takes students from all over South America and may be found hidden deep within the rainforest, which so cool. Um, and this also, yeah, like I, I'm rereading this and I'm like, yeah, so I totally get what you're saying. It's like all of South America, there's this one Brazilian school, um, Africa, which is however many times the size of South America, two times, I think twice as large as South America. There's one school, (laughs) um, and then Europe with all these little ass countries all mushed together got three house way how 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 <laughs> so um, Castello Bruxu is an imposing square edifice of golden rock. Both buildings and grounds are protected are protected by Kaipora, small and furry spirit beings who are extraordinarily mischievous and tricky and who emerge under cover of night to watch over students and the creatures who live in the forest. Kind of want a fanfic of Peeves meeting some Capora. 
and getting in, get, just getting causing some shit. So yeah, I if anyone wants to write that fanfic, I would be really into it. Um, Capora mm-hmm. and yeah. either Capora versus Peeves or Capora and Peeves join forces to just wreck like, shop. I feel like either would just like fuck shit up. Yeah, immensely. I mean, it, so even it even says when he- headmaster Armando Dippet complained about Peeves the poster case, former headmistress um, Ben. Benedita Dorado offered to send him some capora for the Forbidden Forest to show you what trouble really is. <laughs> so, um, he and was like, nah, I'm cool. <laughs> yeah, he's like, nah, son, we're good. Um, Castel, Castel Bruchu, students wear bright green robes and are especially advanced at birth herbology and mag- magizoology, which I would love to see some of the magical creatures that hang out in the Brazilian rainforest. Like, yeah, that's gotta be cool. Um, and the school offers very popular exchange programs for European students who wish to study the magical flora and fauna of South America. Asterix. It was one of these trips that Bill Weasley's parents could not afford causing his disappointed pen friend at Castel Bruxu to send him something nasty in the post. Which, so like, sad. have some chill, dude. It's not his fault his parents can't afford to let him go to Brazil. But, That's what I'm saying. They got six other kids, bro. Yeah. But Be also, cool. if Bill had got to do the exchange program, would he have married Floor? Would he be liking his steaks rather rare? Hmm. I mean, this is an exchange thing, so it doesn't mean he'd be there forever. I know, but I feel like only a heartbroken woman could send you something nasty in the post. <laughs> like, yeah, maybe. You know, like, I feel like that pin friend... And friend. Right. Mm. Mm. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're so stu- we're so irritating. <laughs> um, yeah. So that was Castel Bruchu. Yeah. Shout out to them. I mean, the other two are Bobatons and Dernstrang, which we've low key talked about, and we yeah. will talk about them. So they'll get like their should... due. Yeah. Ilver, they will. Ilver Morning is coming soon. Uh, that exactly. Is the, oh, we can um, talk about Ilver Morning and like that name. It's weird. Why is it I'm, weird? I feel like it is um, kind of. It reminds me of like Irish. So I kind of feel like, and which I, I guess it's cool. I'm just curious to see like what the how that how that works. Yeah, I, I mean, know. even I, I'm, little... I'm, su- I'm suspending like you know. Let me. You know what I mean? Like, I want to see what she says. I know that part of it, there's supposed to be some kind of um, influence from, like, Native American mm-hmm. um, cultures. And I know that it seems like it's kind of on the cusp between, like, Canada and um, yeah. the United States. I'm thinking more but like But I'm also Eskimo curious to see what, like, the... the uh, you said what? I'm thinking more Eskimo Native Americans than the Western... Um, well, the no, West but it's on, like, the coast. East Coast, though, isn't it? Yeah, but it looks like it's, it's like... on the Northeast, so, yeah, I don't know, I just Eskimo... feel like it would be, there's, I mean, there's Eskimos all over North, or Canada, North, or whatever. That seems, that doesn't seem in the right area, but, okay. Um. <laughs> again, like, I don't, I'm not, like, we're not experts in this, but yeah. also, um, even just looking though, say, at also the little doodle, to see, like, it's like, you said it looks what? like a castle. Like it looks like a European castle. The little it doodle does. at the, you know, mm-hmm. but I mean, I'm also, I'm also interested to see like the other influences. Like 
obviously, or, like, hopefully there will be, like, Native American influences, but then also, like, African American influences and, um, China, you know what I mean? Because America is a, quote, melting pot, and there's all these different cultures, and, like, oh my god, we're so amazing, whatever. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> um, we're really not. I don't know. I feel like that's um, <laughs> also kind of setting ourselves up for disappointment, though, just oh, because. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, of course, because, again, like, it's a, just, you know what I mean? It's her estimation of like America yeah but also in terms of and we're gonna have to talk about it and there's gonna be some critiques and that's what it is and that's totally fine like it's not a bad thing yeah, but I, I even think that like it, it's weird of, if we're um, like if we see all this stuff and we're like yes this is so amazing great like I don't know I even I even kind of think about it in terms of the um schools that we have now these like older schools like we have african-american students or these like minority populations but how much are they really able to change the culture you know like you have now you know lot i mean in very small numbers but you know more latino latinas and latinos and more african-americans going to these like deeply entrenched and old schools um, and they've been going there for 20, 30, 40 years now and still talk about, like, the culture. I mean, this year or, like, late last year, there was the uh, fraternity bros at Oklahoma singing, like, hang a nigger from a tree. You know what I mean? So it's, like, mm-hmm. even still, I, I as Americanized as it is or the influences that they, it, they get, I still kind of feel like it, it's going to be problematic yeah and i mean like even not and also like even even if it isn't problematic like i'm i'm feeling like it probably will be a bit but even if it isn't it's not gonna be because she's not from here it's not gonna be it's like if we were to write some shit about britain like we know some shit because we watch doctor who like that's you know what i mean it's not excuse you i also watch big fat quiz of the year and uh eight out of 10 cats and would I lie to you? So I feel like I know I'm, I feel like I'm a bit more in tune, you know, gadget man. I watched that. Whatever. It's time to sort. (laughs) Um, (laughs) is it though? So let's talk about the sorting. It's just, so we're going to doing this. So we're going to do this, but I don't want to, I know, but we're going to do it and then we're going to talk about it. All right. We've already discussed you're a Ravenclaw. We know this. And so you shouldn't be nervous about it. We're just going to do it. Okay. I'm in. Moon are right. stars. Do we want to talk about me and then you? Or do you want to just do you and then we can... Oh, let's talk about you. Let's talk about you. So you sorted. Just stall for you a little bit. You sorted and you felt the need to switch from Ravenclaw to Hufflepuff. So you're making it sound like you feel the need. Like no, I, no, 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 no. I think you came <laughs> to the conclusion, I should say. You, yeah, and you so I think I decided. think the way that I'm seeing it, so, like, I took the, I sorted myself, um, it was about a week ago mm-hmm. now. Hitch money. Um, but, so I was, so basically I did it, and then I became, I was sorted into Hufflepuff. And so at first I was like, this is weird. I've, like, known myself to be a Ravenclaw for, like, a cool minute. And I was kind of reading through stuff, and, like, obviously I'm not going to read through everything right now, but, um, one, like, in terms of Hufflepuff traits, so it says, loyal, patient, fair, hardworking, and true. And I'm like, 
all right, yeah, I'm pretty, like, I mean, I can be impatient sometimes and get irritated and shit, but, like, I was like, I'm pretty patient. Mm-hmm. I like to be think I'm fair. You know what I mean? It just started to, like, I was like, I tend to think of myself as more hardworking than, like, smart, than, like, hella smart. You know what I mean? Which is not Like, it's not like I, mean, I just... You, not that you don't Well, it's not like, I mean, like, and the thing hard, is, is that I'm not saying that I'm not smart, well. obviously, because why would I say that I'm not smart? But I'm thinking of it more in terms of, like, now I'm calling myself myself the Hufflepuff, Hufflepuff Hermione. Mm-hmm. So, you because you do... A part of the reason that... You do, like, a part, study and, like, put in the work. Well, no, so, but, yeah, but what I'm saying is that, so, it's a similar thing. So, one, as we've already seen in through just reading mm-hmm. the first book and, like, a little bit of Harry Potter, it's been... Like, all of these traits that she comes up with, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's me. I've done all of that. Even when I was like, I don't do that, you were like, mm, yeah, you do. So, I'm definitely Hermione. Yeah. But if you think about it, Hermione's not Ravenclaw. She's Gryffindor, right? She was a hat stall for Ravenclaw and Gryffindor. And in the end, they chose Gryffindor. Mm-hmm. So, I'm thinking more that I was, like, a hat stall for Hufflepuff and Ravenclaw. Or, like, you know, close enough to that. Mm-hmm. And then got put in the end, get, gets put in Hufflepuff. So here's my question. So though. that's what because, I mean by Hufflepuff Hermione. Also, I really like the alliteration. I that's I think a big reason why you chose Hufflepuff Hermione. Um, but this is what my question is: is that we have had numerous sorting quizzes and things, and like with the invention of the internet before the movies were even over, and before um, we got a Joe approved sorting. There there were sorting quizzes and there were like numerous places where you could go and sort yourself. Um, and then we have the original sorting or the first Pottermore sorting. Um, were you ever sorted or close to being in her, in Hufflepuff before? Were you ever, you know, I think I might've been for, for the original Pottermore. I don't really remember those that much okay. though. Cause I was on Pottermore. You know, we were on Pottermore, yeah. like, on and off at that time, so I can't I, really I remember. I kind of remember totally. you being a hat stall, but I'm pretty but sure I didn't it was, know. I, it might have been Hufflepuff. Huh? I said, I kind of remember you being a hat stall, but I'm not sure if that was, at this, now I'm not, I'm not sure if I'm remembering if that was you or someone else I knew. Okay. Yeah, I don't, I'm not totally, like, I don't remember it that much from, like, mm-hmm. before. But I do think that, like, with the other quizzes, like, I've taken other sorting quizzes, but it's really easy to get the choice that you want with those other sorting quizzes. Yeah. They're just like, oh, do you like to read, or do you, like, are you going to jump off this cliff? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's real, it's kind like... Of, it kind of reminds whereas, me like, of Whereas, like, this is divergent. more... It's a little yeah. more... Some of them, some of them you can tell, mm-hmm. and some of them are a little bit different. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's not... Although I do wish, like, I think... Um, Connie was saying, like, they should take you in, they should take your choice into account. Like, even if you don't end up in, like, even if I were to take Ravenclaw, into, like, say I want to be Ravenclaw and then ended up being Hufflepuff anyway, I think that's fine. But the sorting hat takes, takes your, like, choice into account. And so I think that that would probably be the only thing with this Pottermore sorting that they doesn't do that I think it should do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because then it would be a little bit more close. It would yeah. be even more closer, I feel like. I feel like, too, just, like, I'm looking at this because I just, like, entered the sorting, and the first one is, like, moon or stars. I feel like these are kind of, like, I know it's, like, has to fit as many people as possible, and you can't be too specific because it needs to be this, like, kind of vague whatever, but, like, are there not better 
questions than moon or stars or you know what I mean well, like keep going I'm sure there's like some research behind it and shit I know I mean I'm, I'm asking you like you know well, like, I don't do know. you I don't know anything when about you were taking it though do you do you feel like the they asked the right do you even feel like they asked the right questions well I don't know what the right questions are right so I feel like they're trying to get at your essential self right yeah and I think that those questions aren't necessarily straightforward because people lie about themselves very easily or or like a, like two people into themselves you know what I mean like yeah. you have a very clear idea of who you are or who you would like to be or like who or who you think you are and sometimes that could either be good or bad you could be bigging yourself up or bringing yourself down or whatever depending on how you feel and depending on just like how you see yourself and how other people see you and so I think it's getting it's getting at it in a way that's not like how do you do this or do you like your like you know what I mean it's not mm-hmm. really like straightforward um, which I think is good because then you don't know what, you, can't really you don't know the what system. you're answering. Yeah. Cause if you're, cause if you know how to answer it, then you're going to do it in the way that you want it. You know what I mean? You get, you make the outcome what you want it to be. So I think in this way it's difficult. So here's something about me too. Like I'm thinking about this, right? I'm thinking about all of the, cause I was, um, sorted into Ravenclaw back when I'm probably sure I like willed myself into that or like, you know, chose the correct answers or whatever. It was a long time ago when I started to fill it my affiliation with affiliation with Ravenclaw. Um, also a little bit because I feel like when you go online and stuff, it's all Gryffindor, Slytherin stuff and you can't find oh, yeah. like the, the, it's There's hard out there for Ravenclaw and Hufflepuff. Like it's hard out there for us, you know? Mm-hmm. So I kind of also felt that of like a little I bit mean, of like the, the hipster was... in me of being like, I was Ravenclaw. Right. I mean, the other thing is, like, if I was, if I had been sorted into Gryffindor or Slytherin, I would have been like, nah. And then I would have rejected that and been a Ravenclaw. You know what I mean? Like, I would have just been like, no, that's not true. (laughs) You know what I mean? So I think that it it happened to be that it was Hufflepuff. And I was like, oh, yeah. As I was, like, reading more into it, I was like, first I was like, really? And I'm, like, reading more into it. And I'm like, oh, shit, that's me. You know what I mean? So when you read the Raven, so when you read the Ravenclaw, like, when you compare them, because we are obviously fans of close reading, when you compare them, you feel like, okay, yeah. I think that you I think it's probably traits. both. I think that it's still a little bit of both. I think Hufflepuff a little bit more because, I don't know, for Hufflepuff to me, it feels a little bit more um, open. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I have a really, like, artistic kind of mind, regard, like, even though I'm really, and I can, I can make my mind, I can force my mind into, like, that, like, academic shit and I actually like academic like stuff but that's not how my mind like works naturally um see and that's the thing about I understood about Ravenclaw that always made me and why I think also the inclusion of Luna as a Ravenclaw always made me more towards Luna because I feel like they do take your creative mind and like right but that's I think it's different I think that's more quirky than like I mean, not that you like can't that be you creative think, and you smart or whatever, but, like, I'm not Luna. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, yeah. Like, I, that's not the same. It's a different kind of creativity. Exactly. Yeah. So the creativity that you find in yourself, you felt more aligned to Hufflepuff than yeah. Ravenclaw. I think also, like, my super, like, the, I think the loyal and patient, patient, I think something else maybe was later on, but, like, I have a really, really... I'm, like, very, very, very close to my family. Mm-hmm. And that was, like, another thing that I, like, kind of took, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Into account is, like, that feels a lot more like me. Also, um, really quickly, 
well, part, it's like we, there's a part where it says we've produced more than our fair share of powerful, brilliant, and daring witches and wizards. Um, but just because we don't shout about it, we don't get the credit we deserve. I don't like to, like, put out my accomplishments yeah. like that and shit. That's another thing. Also, um, this part is also very true when it says we don't shoot our mouths off, but cross us at your peril. Um, yeah. Like our emblem, the badger, we will protect ourselves, our friends, and our families against all comers nobody intimidates us so like i'm chill don't give a chill and like super like i'm <laughs> shy and i'm like all in myself but if you come at me like we're gonna have a problem you know what i mean mm-hmm. so and i don't again yeah, i don't even get angry very often but when i do like i'm pissed off as fuck and you know like something's going down you know what i mean yeah. so as i was reading it i was like yeah yeah okay yeah, so, like, the reason why, and just to kind of, I feel like we, this was a very, like, Robin and Bayana conversation, just to loop in the <laughs> audience again. The reason why I'm asking these questions is because, so, we talked about um, before, like, just because you're a Gryffindor doesn't mean that you can't be smart. It just means that, like, in the heat of the moment, do you, like, go off of your courage or, like, what do you value more, you know, mm-hmm. like, or all of these things, like, just because, yeah, like, um... I, I think the reason why Hermione is in Gryffindor is perfectly shown in the first book when she says books and cleverness, there are more important things like right. friendship and bravery, which is like Hermione is smart as fuck, but she even in her in herself, she finds that friendship and bravery are more important, right? Like mm-hmm. those are the things that you need and like to her, those are the things that she wills for herself in a crisis. Like she, right. she has to will, like she weighs heavily on her courage and like doing the right thing, like having the courage to follow through on doing the right thing. Because even when you, you see it, you know, in um, the DA, like they're like, Oh my God, Hermione, you, you, you want to break the rules, you know, because like right. she usually follows along and she likes to keep, you know, but when she's faced with doing the right thing or doing, you know, are following the rules or doing, you know, being the perfect st- or the model student or whatever, she's going to choose the, ha- to have the courage or she... To do the right thing. Yeah, and even if she doesn't, she, like, she, that is what's important to her. It's important yeah. that she chooses to have the courage to do the right thing. Um, mm-hmm. So the reason why I am a little nervous about sorting, not only because I feel very... Um, my my Ravenclaw identity is very like important to me. It's very important to me. Right. Uh, I feel like I don't have that. I, I, I will have like a little mini crisis of faith. I also worry like what you said, um, maybe it is just like, I'm not seeing myself who I truly as like, maybe I'm not truly a Ravenclaw. Right. But in my brain, mm-hmm. like I, I, it's more important to me to have that title be it wrong <laughs> in a way. Right. Um, I, it's like the idea of like, it's, you know, I don't know. It's just, it, I feel, I, I feel like my identity is like tied to this and I'm kind of of the mind of like, I would rather live my life in ignorance as long as I can like keep wearing my, my Ravenclaw blue <laughs> than to be confronted with some other truth. So, all that being said, I guess I'm sorting now. I don't want to sort. Who said what? So saying all, I say all of that, and now I guess I'm gonna start the quiz. But I don't want to. 
So. <laughs> okay. All right. Moon or stars? Um. So. I'm going to go moon just because right now I'm thinking of like the moonlight and reading under the moonlight and that big. You know, but I do love stars. When I was little, I used to have star, like, the you stars. You gotta narrate it. <laughs> hum? Um, so, moon or stars? I'm gonna go stars. Yeah, I'm gonna, uh, yeah, I'm gonna go stars because they're all different shapes and sizes, and there are more of them, and there it's more to explore. Okay. Four goblets are placed before you. Which would you choose to drink? The foaming, frothing, silvery liquid that sparkles as though containing ground diamonds? The smooth, thick, rich, purpley drink that gives off a delicious smell of chocolate and plums? Chocolate and plums together doesn't sound that good. The golden liquid so bright that it hurts the eye and which makes sunspots dance all around the room? The mysterious black liquid that gleams like ink and gives off fumes that make you see strange visions. So I'm definitely not doing the silvery. Which... Huh? I was gonna say I don't remember which one I chose, but I'm... it was probably the chocolate. <laughs> yeah, that's why I was like, I'm definitely not choosing the one that looks as though it contains ground diamonds. Like I don't want any part of that life. So I'm yeah. either like my my I'm. It's either between the chocolate and plums, the deliciousness. Like, I have this thing about food, too. Like, I I barely started, like, eating, like, what I would consider adventurous food, <laughs> um, which most people just consider, like, a healthy, balanced diet. Like, I, was, <laughs> I spent my entire life, like, chicken fingers, french fries, and raw carrots. Raw. Raw carrots, raw broccoli. Don't cook them. Don't even think about. It. Don't even look at them like you're gonna cook them, cause then I don't want them. So you like bro- raw broccoli. I get yeah. carrots, but broccoli. I would only let my mom steam them enough to like kill the germs and make them a little bit soft. Hmm. They were still crunchy. It was very important to me. That's weird. It's very very important. Like you can saute them. Like you know, like chicken and broccoli, where it's like it's not soft. It's not mushy. Mm-hmm. It's very important. I just don't like raw. I don't like a lot of raw vegetables. Raw carrots are cool, but I don't like raw broccoli. Yeah. It tastes that was, me. That was me. So, okay. But then there's the other part of me that, like, depending on the day, if I see a mysterious black liquid that gives off themes that make you see strange visions, I'm like, yeah, life is fucking weird. Let's do it. You know, like, why not? <laughs> it, it might make a good story. Um, I found myself, there's so many times that I'm like, so, you know how sometimes... I just like to ramble and romp. Like, that's actually the name of my Tumblr, Ramble and Romp, because sometimes I just, I talk and I jump into things. So it's between those two. Um, I'm going to go with the chocolate and plums just because I think, like, Monday through Thursday, I am more about, like, uh, I'm going to go with the thing that doesn't seem too weird. Friday through Sunday, who knows, you know? Like, that's a whole different Robin. But I'm going to go with the chocolate and plums. So a muggle confronts you and says that they are sure you are a witch or a wizard. Do you ask them what makes them think so? Agree and ask whether they'd like a a free sample of a jinx. Agree and walk away, leaving them wondering whether you are bluffing. Tell them that you are worried about their mental health and offer to call a doctor. All right. So I would either do the tell them they're worried about their mental health because gaslighting is like trolling. No, I wouldn't actually do that. I wouldn't do that. I would either 
asked them if they'd like a free sample of the Jinx, because that's me being like, and, you know, <laughs> yes, and, you got something to say? Or agree and then walk away, because I don't care, right? So it's like one of those two. <laughs> like, yes, and then leave. <laughs> yup, and then just keep going. <laughs> so, do I walk away? I think I walk, I think I say yeah, and then I walk away. Because as much as, like, sometimes I can be really, like, sassy and, like, do the clapback, that's usually not face-to-face. Um, I usually am, like, very yeah. non-confrontational face-to-face. All right. If I could have any power, which would I choose? The power to read minds? The power of invisibility? The power of superhuman strength? The power to speak to animals? The power to change the past? Or the power to change your appearance at will. At will. Okay, so Those this are seems... Hard. Superpowers are always hard for me because, like, it depends on how I'm feeling. Yeah, so the, to me, way. it's, like, either... Like, speaking to animals, awesome, but then that also, like, means that I would need to be out in nature and nah. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm a very, very anxious person, so the power to read minds is the one that, like, I would... I feel, like, yes. The power of invisibility, though, I'm also very anxious, so sometimes I'm like, oh, I wish I could disappear. But... Right. I feel like if I could read people's minds, I could my I would feel more confident in my bluff game, right? So like my I'd keep my bluff game tight. <laughs> like I'd be like I'd be at the top of my bluff game, so I wouldn't need to to disappear because usually I want to become invisible so that people aren't looking at me, or because I've already I've already done or said something stupid, and therefore need to just like slink away. So I'm gonna go with the power to read minds. If you were attending Hogwarts, which pet would you choose to take with you? Why are there so many options when you can only have a cat or owl or a... Well, it's because the kind of owl or okay. the kind of cat or the so, kind of toad. Who's going to choose a toad? I, some, I actually really do like frogs. They're no. green, but they give you warts, so... But it's a toad, not. not a frog. Yeah, true. So a tabby cat, a Siamese cat, a ginger cat, a black cat. Black cat, no. I would have chose a black cat if I, if I wanted a cat. Yeah, a white cat. Power to the people. A tawny owl, a screech owl, a brown owl, a snowy owl, a barn owl, a common toad, a natterjack toad, a dragon toad. That's kind of sweet. You didn't choose a dragon toad? I want a toad. I like owls. Toad outweigh dragon. A harlequin toad. That's a cool name. It doesn't breathe fire or fly, so... (laughs) Um, and a three-toed tree toad. So two things. Um, I don't want a toad. And I actually was just talking, my best friend is like deathly allergic to cats because I was like telling someone and I was like, I can't have a cat. And they were like, why? And I was like, I can't remember why, Mm -hmm. but I can't have one. And then I remembered my best friend's deathly allergic. So even though she's a total muggle, I wouldn't have a cat because I would still want her to be able to like come over and hang out. So, um, a tawny owl. I kind of want to look these up and see what they look like. That's what I did. I Googled them to see which one they like the best. You really did? Okay, so then mm-hmm. I'm going to. So <laughs> I'm not going to feel bad about doing that. No. Um, so let me look at, go to Google, a tawny owl, a, what's the other one? Screech owl. Um, oh, I do like a tawny owl. The tawny owl is kind of what I think about when I think of owls. Looking at it right there. Yeah. Um, a screech owl. 
Tawny Owl fact. Ooh, Tawny Owl for sale. You can buy a Tawny Owl. What? Can I have one? I don't know. I just, then you know, I when Google's like. send it to the International Confederation of Wizards Education <laughs> Office. Oh, these are all statues. Figure out what happens But you know, when, you know when Google tries to like finish your question? I don't, and it takes me to shopping. I just right. wanted to go to images. <laughs> okay, so a screech owl. Speaking of screeching, there's the, the dog next door to me is like. Oh, like, <laughs> just started screeching. I was like, shit. Is there one in your house? Um, screech owls also are kind of like the quintessential owl. Um, they're, they're the angry owl with the little, like, the, the ear oh, yeah. type of things. The feathers mm-hmm. that kind of resemble ears. Um, I probably wouldn't want to screech owl because I feel like they're a little too close to killing you. Like, that's the other thing about cats. Like, they're very cute, you know, when you get a kitten or something. But then yeah. they're still very, um, like, I don't trust that they can be domesticated. And so they mm-hmm. would eat my face. And I feel like I don't trust that any owl could be domesticated. But looking at some of these screech owls, they would definitely eat my face and like not even give two fucks. I wouldn't even be dead yet. They would just be like, eh, you look sickly. Like how I feel right now, I kind of feel a little gross. They would be like, eh, eh, eat your face. Um, So the brown owl, that, okay, this is just brown owls. They're not actual, okay, I can't. This is, okay, Google, you suck. This is just Google images of owls that happen to be brown, and they're all different mm-hmm. kinds. Um, is there not, like, a... There's, like, the barn owl, too, and... It's a subspecies, so I don't even, I can't even tell, like, which one is a brown owl. So that one, you get cut just because I can't tell. So then the barn owl, I know what a snowy owl looks like, because Hedwig... Avi. I wonder what kind of owl Errol is. I know. It's a okay, owl. and then the barn owl has that white face, the heart-shaped white face. So, I'm definitely leaning towards the tawny owl. Um, the tawny owl is kind of my quintessential owl. I don't really want a white owl. I mean, like a snowy owl, I like them, but to me that's like when your older brother goes to, like, a college and you... Or when your parents go to a college and you follow your parents' college and you didn't really think about it. Like, I would only yeah. get the snowy owl because Hedwig. Um, and I, I like standing out, so... Tawny Owl is my Hogwarts pet. Which would you rather be? Envied? Imitated? Trusted? Praised? Liked? Or feared? Um... So if I'm being like super honest with myself, being liked is really important to me. Like there is someone that I literally do not agree with in a lot of things. And um, we worked together and then it kind of like fell apart. And the fact that that person like doesn't like me bothers me, even though them liking me would probably make me feel icky because I don't trust them. You know what I mean? Right. Like it's like if Voldemort liked you, you're like, uh, what does that say about me? You know, mm-hmm. not that I'm comparing this person to Voldemort, but I'm just, you know, going, to, ex- going to extremes of, you know what I mean? Like, it's probably a good thing that they don't like me. Right. But it just still makes you feel weird. But it, yeah, it makes me feel weird. The idea that there is someone out there that doesn't like me. Right. When I don't think that I did, like, you know, sometimes you do shady shit and then you have to own up to it. And sometimes like 
you'll do something shady and that person will never like you again or you're me or whatever and it's like yeah okay I treated you poorly and I understand why you don't like me I so but the idea but being liked is important to me um but even saying that my thought was you wouldn't like me because I did something untrustworthy or I did something shady right so I guess it's actually being trusted because I feel like I can't like someone I don't trust or I can but it's very superficial like we can go have a beer but, but that's, yeah, we're not friends. Yeah. So I'm going with, I'd rather be trusted. After you have died, what would you rather most like, what would you most like people to do when they hear your name? Miss you, but smile. Ask for more stories about your adventures. Think with admiration of your achievements. I don't care what people think of me after I'm dead. It's what they think of me while I'm alive. That counts. So there's something to that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely kind of feel like ask for stories for more stories of my adventures is kind of cool too. Um, but then I also would like want them to like have been on these adventures with me or like have known about them. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I only think about like the people, like, what would you like people to do when I'm thinking people? I'm not thinking about, like, every, like, random person. I'm thinking about, like, you and my auntie and my mom and my dad. You know what I mean? Like, I don't care what some person that, like, I worked with 12 years ago or, like, you know, I met at Comic-Con and line thinks about me when I'm dead. Right. So I'm going to go with miss you but smile. Because also um, I woke up and I really missed my great uncle uh, today, Uncle Edward, and he, when he was alive, gave me suspenders, and I wore them today because I just missed him. And they make me feel, you know, and I smile when I wear the suspenders he gave me. Right. So that's what I'm going for. Heads or tails? Um, <laughs> damn, man. I think tails is, like, actually, like, I think someone flipped a coin, like, 100 times, and heads was like or 101 times or something and or 100 times and head was like 51 to tails 49 still like very close but um i think heads is like statistically more likely so mm-hmm. i'm gonna go with tails because that's how my brain works no what what happened i've been sorted into gryffindor <laughs> i don't want it Robin, welcome to your personal Pottermore page. Fuck you. Fix it. Read it first. Read it. No. Wait, just read it. No. You're... S- no. You can... You're still a Ravenclaw. Oh, my God. Why? It's because I chose Tails, and I knew. I, don't I knew. Think that's, I don't think that's why. I think so. I don't think Fuck. so. No. You probably know that some of Gryffindor's most renowned members include Albus Dumbledore and Harry Potter. Yeah, fuck them. They don't include <laughs> Luna Lovegood. But did you know the Sword of Gryffindor was made a thousand years ago by goblins or that head of House Minerva McGonagall's hobbies include correcting articles in Transfiguration today and supporting the Montrose magpies? I would totally be an you're, old lady who corrects. I was like, you're with, you're with Minerva, young McG. I would totally, me and McG would sit around and like, send back articles from Transfiguration Today with, like, red pin marks all over them. <laughs> but that's a Ravenclaw thing. But she's... She was a hat spot. 
Here you can discover more about your beloved house through writing of JK. You can also share your Gryffindor pride with your friends and downloadable with downloadable wallpaper and house emblems. I don't want them. Famous Gryffindor characters. Harry Potter, Ron Reasley, Hermione Granger, McGee, Neville Longbottom, Alvis Dumbledore, Peter Pettigrew. Ugh. She writes about Sword of Gryffindor. Tell your friends you're a brave Gryffindor. I will not. Download Gryffindor wallpaper. No, thank you. Congratulations. I'm Prefect Percy Weasley, and I'm delighted to welcome you to Gryffindor House. I don't want to be here. Our emblem is the lion. Lions are lazy. The bravest of all creatures. No, they're not brave. They're lazy. They sleep for most of the day. Our house colors are scarlet and gold. I mean, that's all right. You know, that's cool. And our common room lies up in Gryffindor Tower. This is quite simply the best house at Hogwarts. Doubtful. It's where the bravest and boldest end up. For instance, Albus Dumbledore. Yes, Dumbledore himself, the greatest wizard of our time, was a Gryffindor. No shit. That's why you guys win all the time, because he has no chill. <laughs> He's not fair. <laughs> it's not an, If that's not enough for you, I don't know what is. It's not enough for me, Percy. You're in this house, you freaking Republican. <laughs> I won't keep you long. That's all you need to know. All you need to do to find out more about your house is to follow Harry Potter and his friends as I lead them up to their dormitories. Enjoy your time at Hogwarts, but how could you fail to? You've become part of the best house in the school. Fuck that. No, I have it. I don't want it. Hey, then don't take it. How do I go back? I it's like, know. this is your profile. The whole thing's turned green, red. <laughs> Fuck this! Why is it red? I don't know. It just does that. No, I don't want it. Go back to something else and try it again. Why would I mean, you do this? I mean, not try it again. I mean, um, if you go to a different thing. Whatever. You we can have log to... out. You can log out and then maybe you can log back in and do it differently. But this you'd have to like, use a different is email. what it is. Okay, but we have to go. We do we, have to go. We've been on this for too long. <laughs> I didn't want to do this shit in the first place. I mean, we're rejecting it. It's cool. It's fine. Are we um, announcing real MVPs and who's benched? Yeah. I got some benching to do. Okay. So who's the real MVP? Luna. Luna okay. motherfucking love good. Okay. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna All of make... Us. Who's the real MVP this time? Hmm. <laughs> I think I'm gonna make the real MVP... Oh, no. It's the dude from... Uh, Wagadoo, who succeeded Albus. He's my oh, role. Oh, yeah. MVP. What's his name? Uh, Baba Jide. I don't Gide. remember his last name. Yeah. Baba Jide. Um, same, I guess. Shout out to him. Shout out to Baba Jide. Yeah. Um, who's Bench? JK Rowling. Okay. And all of these Gryffindors. Okay. I don't want no part of this. <laughs> and the Gryffindors. All of them. All of them. Um,. I'm gonna bench... I'm benching you, too. You and everyone else who voted to make me take the goddamn sorting quiz. I know who I am. I'm benching all of Wither Team. All of y'all on the bench. I'm taking this by myself, okay? Okay. Leave it alone. Cool. Sit down. I got this one. I don't I'm need your help. Bench, I'm gonna bench the sorting hat for not taking your choice into account, and I'm also gonna bench the Order of the Phoenix movie because that's what you do when in doubt. <laughs> Actually, no. I'm not going to bench Order of the Phoenix movie. I'm going to bench He Who Must Not Be Named Who Is Not Voldemort. Ben. Because I just think he deserves a, I think he deserves a bench. Um, this is all because I did a poll and I did include Ben so you couldn't vote for him. Um, yeah. I think 
Bim just deserves to be benched at all times. But he should never be on the team. In my, he sh- he in is, my defense, he is not accepted. In my defense, I couldn't have put Bim in the most disliked Harry Potter characters because he's not a character. Exactly. He's not he, a, doesn't he doesn't exist. exist. So nope. I don't, we can't vote for, you know. That's fine. He's benched. We can bench him. We can't bench him. So, so on Wednesday, we, sort of, we have a lot of people schedule. who are benched this time, but that's cool. Oh. Who cares? <laughs> So on Wednesday, we will resume our regular schedule and we'll be discussing Chapter 6 of Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, Gilderoy Lockhart. Oh, fun times. Yeah. Make sure to read and follow along. wonder who we're going to bench then. We want to uh, join the conversation on Twitter. Hashtag wizard team at we black and nerds. Um, thanks for listening, guys. That was a long time and had some difficulties up in there. We had right? some difficulties, so... But thank you, guys, and... Make sure also to check out our website, blackgirlsnerdout.com, and we will see you next week. Yep.